Good morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Thursday the 2nd of February. Uh, Paul is back from the USA and he's joined me this morning. Paul, how are you today? Well, I could be better. It didn't come back 100% well, so we'll uh, try to tough through it. Okay, um, well, hopefully it's not as bad as some of the ones that have been going around. Um, let's uh, get into the news. There were um, some big announcements for VSA clients yesterday. Um, American Lithium came out with their um, PA results for the Tonopa project in Nevada. Um, so headline post tax MPV8 of 3.3 billion US. Um, that's after upfront capex of about $820 million and using a long term price of $20,000 a tonne for lithium carbonate. Um, it's a two phase ramp up from 24,000 tonnes per annum. Uh, to 48 um, with average production over the 40-year life of mine of 38,000 tonnes per annum. So as we expected, it's a scalable and large um, operation that they're, they've, they've identified and demonstrated in the PA, PEA. Um, this does focus on a relatively small portion of the um, resource that's been defined um focused on the on the high grade zones of, of production um unit costs are at seven thousand four hundred and forty three dollars a ton over the life project so looking at recent peas that's probably um slightly higher cost than people might expect but those PEAs will probably release before the impact of the higher costs of reagents and things. So um, I think a lot of people will be will be resetting um, their cost assumptions as they go from PEA to PFS. So this is perhaps more accurate. We have been saying for some time that the whole cost curve for lithium is moving higher. Um, there is a byproduct option though, which adds quite a lot of couple of billion dollars of value and and offsets those costs substantially though um which is something they'll be looking to explore over the next couple of years um with magnesium sulfate any any thoughts from you paul on, on yes uh, i think investors can't help but uh, compare this uh, then this project to uh, uh lithium america's uh, uh project up in northwest Nevada in the McDermott Caldera here and uh, just to point out that uh, General Motors signed a deal with Lithium Americas to uh, provide the financing on that just two days ago so uh, well as announced two days ago so um, we can expect probably that there will be some significant uh, player to come forward as this uh, TLC project uh, uh, progresses through its permitting process but I have to point out that this project will be easier to permit than Lithium Americas was because it, it doesn't have the issues around uh, Native American title uh, or um, uh, sage grouse uh, habitat and things like that. Yeah, that's excellent point. Um, it's very true. Okay. Um, uh, also worth noting the stock price is up 70% year to date um, having joined the NASDAQ um, and our target remains um, $9 a share. So plenty of 
value still there. Uh, Apollo Silver uh, has announced the last couple of assays from phase two drilling program ahead of um, the results that will be incorporated into a mineral resource update due, I think now in March. Um, those look pretty consistent with the results that we've been having previously demonstrating that shallow, consistent and thick silver mineralization. Um, best results there, 197 grams of ton silver over 60 meters from surface and 135 grams a ton over 86 meters uh, from six meters below surface. Um, one of the better gold results as well, 21 meters at 0.3 grams a ton gold, that gold horizon being below the base of the current mineral resource and something that's not currently included in that figure. So um, we're looking to see how that's included in the next update. Any thoughts there, Paul? Yes, uh, just to say that this represents uh, uh, all of the silver assays from the 2022 program now, but we still have five holes uh, from the 22 uh, program that uh, haven't reported their gold assays because they were uh, targeting specifically that lower horizon of gold mineralization. But uh, it is interesting to uh, point out that that gold horizon, which wasn't assessed historically, uh, is now at least a thousand meters long in strike length underneath this uh, Waterloo ore body. So uh, there is going to be a significant volume to be um, considered in uh, future um, estimates of uh, production here. Yeah, and um, well, sticking to silver, let's mention G Silver um, as well, um, particularly as the silver price uh, is now back over 24 dollars um announced after the fed update yesterday um precious metals both moving higher after that and move towards quarter point rises um what was what was the news from g silver paul and that was that uh, they uh, have uh, begun to uh, offer to the general public a, a bullion coin for sale a one ounce bullion coin uh, that they are having a, a specially minted that you can purchase through their website and very attractive they are too i can confirm um anything else out there paul yes i do have to mention the uh statement out from atlantic lithium that they have raised the uh, resource yet again on the woya uh, pegmatite project in uh, Ghana. It is now a 35 million ton uh, deposit of which almost 80% of it is now in the measured and indicated category. And that means those measured and indicated the parts will be included in uh, the uh, upcoming <coughs> DFS, which is scheduled for completion in, in uh, Q2 of this year. Key point 1.2% lithium, and it is bigger still uh, to come with uh, several open-ended zones yet to drill. And they have uh, confirmed what we postulated some uh, months ago now, that they will be designing the DFS with a larger throughput uh, and a longer mine life than what was in the PFS. Yeah. Uh 
that's true um anything anything else uh other than that uh we did have the announcement out from shanghai mining club member uh, uh resources that they have signed a, a deal with kotec uh, the raw, critical raw materials investor, uh, particularly it uh, deals with the um, the uh, rare earth uh, magnet recycling subsidiary, uh, Maginito, where uh, Kotec is going to put yet more money into uh, development of this uh, and as well as take down another one and a half million dollars or million pounds worth of shares. Yeah. Very good. Um, there was an Anglo-American um, production update for the quarter. Um, I won't go through all the numbers just to point out, though, um, the copper guidance for next year is significantly higher on the Kelevecchio ramp up. But um, there's two important caveats to that. Um, firstly, in Chile, they've um, highlighted that increase in output is very much subject to water availability and there's a lot of scarcity at the moment and secondly in Peru um, our production there is contingent on political stability um, and the and the transition of government that's going on at the moment and that that would be uh, in uh... Uh, rather supportive Glencore's announcement out yesterday too that their copper production was also lower in Latin America and in uh, the DRC as well uh, in 2022. So it does mean that the the uh, major producers are having difficulty upping output in copper. Yeah, indeed. Um, I think, as we said yesterday, a reason to be a bit more bullish than consensus based on rising supply and in uh in 2023 um unless there's anything else paul should we call it day there well we've set a record time here on the podcast for its length so i think we'll <laughs> let it go <laughs> all right thanks paul uh, uh speak to you soon very good see you then